The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond! Beyond. Beyond. What's up, everyone? It's me, Greg Miller. What? No. Let's try again. (laughs) No, no, I'm sorry. We're the conversational podcast. We'll keep going. It's a big day. I'm very excited. I just published something. Uh, Welcome, everybody, to Podcast Beyond, episode 213. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the PlayStation powerhouse, Ryan Clements. Hello. He only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Xbox on! And no one else. (laughs) Just us, baby. Man, I haven't, like, I haven't, like... That was like a, a head-on collision with the intro. I didn't even like screw it up a little bit or fumble something. I mean, I freaking smashed through it, and our baby flew through the windshield <laughs> in the span full of nuns. <laughs> no, I thought you actually did. Oh, uh, hold on a second. I feel like I just lost uh, lost sound in one of my headphones. Oh no, I, I hit the table. We're on, we're in rare form today. This is a rare two thirteen, Colin. I know. It's the unlucky one. I need some snare in my headphones. What is going on with me? Well, it looks like it's still working just fine. So you don't, you can't hear anything though. Uh, no, I can hear stuff a little bit. I think I can hear stuff a little bit. Yeah, you can hear stuff a little bit. Right, that's little good. Bit. That's good enough. That's good enough for me. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, big huge show, big huge day. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're joining us for the first time, we are IGN's PlayStation Podcast, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. If you need more proof that we're number one. In everything PlayStation, we have we're the first podcast to have our own shirt in PlayStation Home. Beyond, beyond, beyond. <laughs> if you'd like to download the PlayStation, uh, if you go, you want to, if you're a PlayStation Home user, even if you're not, just download this for the hell of it. Uh, we have the podcast Beyond shirt, of course, which you know well. You know the logo. Look at your iPad, your Zune, your iTunes. It's right there. You see the little Beyond logo. You're all set. Now you can get that on a shirt in PlayStation Home for absolutely nothing. All you have to do is go to the PlayStation uh, Store, not PlayStation Home. Go to PlayStation Store. Redeem the following code. R T T T H five N four four T two two R T T T H five N four four T two two. I'd like to point out you read it twice in a row. That wasn't the the code wasn't all those things. No, correct. Yeah. Well, Got if you tried to enter it all on the PlayStation, I think you'd figure probably out. Would, it. Yeah, Anyways, you do work. that. It redeems a male and a female version of the podcast Beyond Shirt. Then you go into PlayStation Home. You put it on your character. You do it. Uh, you want to act fast. There are lim- there's a limited number available. Tell me, tell me about them, Greg. Limited number available. Only one million. <laughs> that code can only be redeemed a million times, and it's only available for a limited time. Eighty-eight years. <laughs> In eighty-eight years, you will no true. longer be able That's to use That's completely the- true, by the way. It's like it, it, not even. A it's joke. like Sony was That's mocking real. us when they gave us the code. There you go. You want to have a shirt? There you go. 
Uh, make sure you talk to your Sony representative of your district too to get a PlayStation or a Podcast Beyond Avatar on the PlayStation Network as well because we're pushing for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. which uh, would be so awesome. That's big, huh? Celebrate. Even mm-hmm. if you don't use PlayStation Home, download it because come on, that's a million. Somebody's got to be watching that. Going, man, <laughs> sipping their coffee. Only three people have downloaded this, and it's the guys <laughs> who host the show. <laughs> Um, I didn't download it. Oh, actually, you downloaded it. Yeah, I downloaded it for machine. you. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I'm, I'm excited, though, Greg. Yeah, it's good. Just, that's just put me in a good mood today. I know. Well, PlayStation Home redesigned, too. I don't know if that made the Roper Report. I don't, want, I don't want to jump ahead. PlayStation Home officially redesigned today. The new uh, hub thing out. In, uh, that's not in the Roper Report. You got sports trivia in there, Colin. Now you can go in there and sports trivia. I can guarantee you that's not in the Roper Report. Okay, so if you want to talk about okay. it right now. No, I, I think we've just talked about it. Okay. PlayStation Home redesigned. PlayStation Home, it's, it's on the PlayStation. Also, if you're, if, I bet you didn't come here. If you're a new listener, you probably didn't come here today because of the podcast beyond shirt and PlayStation Home. You probably came here because it's a big giveaway day. First off, the code's available to everybody. Enjoy that. Even though I don't think it works outside of the U.S. Sorry about oh. that. I know, Kezza tried to download it over in the U.K. for me this morning, and after her PS3 bricked, she turned it back on, and then it didn't work for her. Oh. Uh, however, we have two copies of the Uncharted 3 Collector's Edition. That's the big one with the Nathan Ooh. Drake statue, the belt buckle, the steel case. Two of those to give away. Ryan Clements has some headphones, too. Yeah, I got I got some stuff to give away as well. All right, so it's gonna be. Do a good you know time. how you're giving away your stuff? Nope, and I, I figured we'd bundle the two headphones with the exactly. So yeah. you get the surround sound. Yep. You'll get some surround sound when you play the Uncharted Three Collection. Yeah, this is uh, these are actually these are well not necessarily endorsed by Ryan Clements, but they are personally used by Ryan Clements. Uh, they are. Um, See, that sounds weird. Then, so you use them, you don't like them? I do like them, but you're not. You're I don't in- want to say that I'm professionally endorsing. Well, you can them. say, "Oh, that thing's." But stinks. as a, as yeah. a, oh, and my my audio just came back, so that's good. I have okay. no idea why that okay. happened. Uh, so that's because I willed it. As a, oh, nice, thanks. As a headphone connoisseur, uh-huh. and I'm not really because I don't use many headphones, but I do really. I'm picky when I when I do use them. And I like these a lot. These are uh, from the iFrogs audio line. We were sent a bunch of samples, and they were like, hey, you should check out our headphones. And I did. You're and like, I was hell like, no, I'm going to give them one. Uh, well, no, I mean, I, I tried them out. I wanted to make sure that they weren't, you know, terrible. And yeah. <laughs> they were not terrible at all. They actually, I really enjoy them. And they, uh, this is the, uh, the headphones I'm giving away from the iFrogs line are called Vertex headphones. Okay. They're a uh, really nice uh, pair of uh, over-the-ear headphones that are really cushy, so they're pretty comfy. And I'm very impressed by the bass quality of these headphones. Like, you get some, you get some fucking kick with these things. Gotcha. Uh, the treble's good, too. But, For when you um, listen to the Shatter soundtrack. When I'm, when it, oh, dude. I, you should listen to the Shatter sh- soundtrack with this. Now, obviously, these, these headphones are available for purchase online, but uh, I'm going to package uh, two of them in with these Uncharted bundles. And I have a third one to give away as a consolation prize. Look at that. All right. So I have three sets of headphones. And thank you very much to... Uh, to these folks that I, I guess I'm, I'm just going to give the blanket thank you to iFrogs Audio okay. but uh, they were the ones that provided see these if headphones. you like them and you use them I think you can endorse them I mean not perfect okay. I mean I endorse I, cheese pizza uh, all the time yeah, okay. they don't pay me that's for pizza that's true that's true what I'm saying me is me and Colin not... paid like normal people last night we were, like we were freaking bums off the street we, like full, full transparency I have not been <laughs> I have not been paid to give these away we, this, these were not reviewed this was a company sending us these as samples I tried them out I enjoyed them and I said can you send us a few more for a giveaway yeah. and I did so. Look at that. You're always thinking, you're always passing along to our friends here, the podcast I, I listeners. You're well, passing you along know, the savings. Yeah, so you. Vertex, iFrogs, audio, very comfy, great bass. Oh, also, these do have a little microphone attachments, um, like built right into the cord. So you oh, can, nice. you, you can nice. use them with your iPhone. Look at that. There you Sweet go. business. I everything with this. Yeah. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. 
rock and roll PlayStation news. Sometimes it's like lightning bolts coming out of our mouths. We're on today. Colin. There are 13 items on the yeah, report. Yeah, for 213. You did it like that? That's not, look how clever that is. It was, intense, it was totally intentional. Colin You know what uh, Taylor Swift's oh. favorite number is? Her lucky number, 13. Really? Yeah. I bet she listens to this episode. Yes, she She wants will. to win that collector's edition Man. Uncharted. If Taylor Swift, or get the podcast Beyond shirt. If Taylor Swift listened to Beyond and wrote in saying, Man, I have the biggest crush on Greg Miller, what would you do? I don't know. I, like, I don't really think of her like that. Okay. Yeah. I like. I don't. You, you know. don't think of her as a human. Mm, I don't want. I don't want to be. I, I. don't know if I'd be romantically into her. She's oh, the really? age difference. Yeah. I don't know. How old interesting. is she? she? Well, she's like what twenty now. I mean, it's not that big of an age difference, but it's. I don't know. Okay. okay. Interesting. I guess I've dated girls I, younger than her. With it. But I'm saying I don't know. I know her so well through her songs. I would rather enjoy a cup of coffee with her. Well, um, I guess you could still do that. I'm not saying something would. Have and to then these new pictures or... came up the other day. I didn't know what to think. Really? I freaked out. I called the only other Taylor Swift fan I know. There were nude pictures? There's a girl, nude, uh, topless, who looks like Taylor Swift. Uh, it's and not confirmed. I went over these with a fine-tooth comb, let me tell you. And not, I would say, definitely not real. Okay. But it did right. call into question everything I've ever thought. Yeah, I, I understand. Uh, man, well, that's I interesting. just imagine. My, my throat is still sore from doing the heavy metal intro to the Roper uh, well, Report. Take too. a break here, Colin. Get it going. Okay. Put the, one big, on the, the biggest news we're uh, saving till last. Because we're, it's going to be. Oh, we already talked about it. We talked about it for PlayStation. Oh yeah, okay. The second, the second biggest piece of news. Uh, number one, Heavy Rain Director's Cut has been revealed. It's set to come out on November eighth in North America and will come bundled with already released DLC. Jason, the PlayStation Move Jason? patch, a bunch of new art, making of movies, and more. It'll cost thirty bucks. There's no word yet on its release in other territories, though. I suspect it will come out everywhere. The bigger no news, new trophy list or not? That's what I was talking about in the comments. You have a platinum someone. in it too, right? I do. We both have platinums in it. I would, I would happily re-platinum that one. Yeah, that was. I mean, it was an adventure to platinum that game. But well, did you use a guide or anything? Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, because wow. there's a very specific way to do it. The, the first time way. through, you go through, yeah, a very specific way, and then you double back to just a one yeah. part and keep going. It's like very it. intricate. You can't screw it up. Yeah. You know, or you like screw up your save. Yeah. So, not like that. You couldn't play the save again, but that like it doesn't remember the things you've done, and then you have to start from an earlier chapter. Let me take a glance here. What was the report. woman's name in that game again? Madison, Madison, Page. Madison Page. Page. Don't know why I asked because I knew mm, it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she was a pretty lady. Yeah, she was. Mm. She was digital. All right. While so? we're talking about the trophy list, you've left off one of the biggest stories of all time. What's that? After two years of the trophy horror war, you have officially pulled ahead of me. Oh, that's true. That's a big day. That that's is a big, big news. Day. I want to give you a pat on the back. Thank there. you. I'm, I'm Thank very you. proud I'm like of you. I'm three or four percent ahead of you now. I think. You're, I'm sorry. I think I'm three or four percent ahead of you. Okay. Now. What are you at? 80? 99 or oh, then yeah, I'm 95. I, I synced a couple bronzes last night. No movement. I was like, oh man, guys, I'm not gonna you, lie. PSA. I'm I'm right close behind you guys. Hmm? Right close. Yeah, how close are you? What, what are you? What are you? Probably level. You haven't even turned. You haven't even sunk them. No, no. I sink my trophies all the time. I'm actually very paranoid about that. I'm probably more paranoid about trophies than you guys. Impossible. Totally impossible. No, no, no. no. In, Did in you see my meltdown of, the other day? No, no. In terms of in terms of not wanting anything to be broken or have some sort of weird glitchy trophies, that I I still I never put in anything that's not retail uh, and uh, into weird. my yeah, into my PlayStation. Let me put it for you this way: if for some reason the trophy servers just got erased, I would probably have to consider just retiring to a farm somewhere and never play games again because I don't know if I could. Start you would from never scratch. play any games again. Nope, just chess. All right, just chess. Just chess and, just chess, and Monopoly. Does chess, chess Monopoly. have any uh, yeah, yeah. RPG elements? Uh, you level up your knight. Yeah, you level. You, you you level up. You can level up a pawn. You couldn't. You can actually. That's very there true. You. A pass pawn. A the pawn original promotion. RPG. So now we're excited. On passant. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. Heavy Rain's a great game. It was 2010 Game of the Year for PlayStation 3 for IGN. Uh, I love that game, and you should buy it next week if you haven't already. Thirty bucks. 
Next week? It's out next week? Yeah, next week. I didn't week. even catch that part of the story. Uh, That's insane. Number two, Fallout New Vegas Ultimate Edition has been announced. It will be released on February 7th Ultimate. in North America and February 10th in Europe. It will come bundled with all four DLC packs as well as a two-weapon and item-specific DLC pack. So that's six total. The level cap will also be raised to 50, which is fucking awesome. Uh, there's no word yet on its price. I assume it'll be like 40 bucks. Uh, I'm really excited about that. I love New Vegas. I've been waiting to go back and play all the DLC and get the Platinum played on Hardcore mode, so I think I might actually just wait till February. Although, the trouble is that Amalur comes out around that time, and that game's going to be cool. Uh, number, th- number three. Are you done? No, well, I'm not. Actually, sorry, actually, Dad. When you're, not, with your Van Halen, I'm not don't turn the civilization. <laughs> that, reminds me of, that reminds me of Clayman. That's, that's Clayman's song. Uh, number three, Sony is projecting a big loss for the fiscal year. Originally forecasting an annual loss of $769 million, Sony is now projecting an annual loss of $1.2 billion after losing $346 million last quarter. However, the losses are mostly due to the strong yen and poor television sales. So when Japan Japan makes 70% of its money overseas, when they sell something overseas with a dollar or a euro that's weaker against the yen, they're actually losing money. Um and just to put it into context, because people, you know, are you know are worrying about Sony's, you know, viability and if they're doing well. Uh, Nintendo lost nine hundred twenty-four million dollars last quarter, so almost the entire amount of money that Sony's losing for the year, Nintendo lost last quarter. So it's it could be worse. Yeah, still, but it's still good, not very but good. But it's not terrible. Still not very good at all. Still not good. And it's not. It's not these aren't coming from the game. Uh, it's not PlayStation. No, it's not PlayStation. PlayStation is apparently fine. Okay. Uh, it's just television sale, poor television sales. Gotcha. And the uh, the strong yen, which is interesting. If the, mm-hmm. if the yen was strong and they sold 100% of their items in Japan, then they'd be making a lot of money. Uh, number four, SideQuest Studios, the developer behind Soldner X, which is a fine... Fine game. So I fine love Soldner X's. Uh, Himmelstürmer and is that Pro- the, Final Prototype. I'm sorry, man. No, I was just going to say, is that the one that has like the 15-minute long yeah, intro yeah, that Remember when you came over on. that time? Yeah. And, we- <laughs> and like went and got food and then came back and it was like still going. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Uh and it has like the awesome. I'm gonna go play that when I get back downstairs because it's awesome. Psycho right. uh, Studios, the blah, blah, blah. It's hard at work on a new game. It's called Rainbow Moon, and it's a PSN exclusive strategy. Got a good game set for release in early next year. I agree. It will purportedly take 30 hours to get through the main mission and 100 hours to do all the side quests and everything else. That game looks cool. It looks like it's real time strategy. I'm not entirely sure because we only have screenshots. Um, but yeah. keep an eye on that side. Yeah. Side quest is super talented. I'm glad that Sony has wrapped them up for another exclusive because the Soldier X games are cool. Soldier X is work. You should get those if you haven't already. We gave it uh, Soldier X, Hellstormer uh, X2 eight, is and the final prototype at eight point five. Yeah, exactly. And you, I, I think they're actually bundled together for like twelve bucks on PSN. Oh, uh, number five, Dark Souls is selling quite well. Namco, Bandai, and From Software have shipped one point five million copies worldwide. Shipped. Yep, shipped, including six hundred twenty thousand here in North America and four hundred seventy thousand in Europe. Uh, it's important to note that From Software published the game in Japan, not Namco, and it's only on PS3 in Japan. But those numbers do encompass everything, um, and that's pretty well. Yeah, but like like uh, like Greg said, it's shipped numbers, but retailers wouldn't order them. Yeah, they you're not, they're not ordering these many games if they're not selling them. Um, so you can take that one to the bank. I think for the first time in a long, oh, I forgot about Skyrim. I was gonna say for the first time in a while, I, I see Demon Souls on my shelf, and I'm like, I'm getting close to playing that. Like, it's like, I'm starting to knock things Demon off the or list. Demon Dark? Dark, sorry. Dark Souls. Yeah, I played it for a few hours. I was like, this is just as boring as Demon Souls. Well, I want to give it a shot. But I just re- remember Skyrim's coming up. Um, number six. November's North American PlayStation Plus perks have been revealed. Right now, PS Plus users can download Hydrophobia Prophecy for free. And all four Crash Bandicoot PS1 classics. So Bandicoots. Cool. Bandicoots. 
number seven, Wii's Resident Evil on-rail shooters are coming to PlayStation 3, Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles, and Resident Evil The Dark Side Chronicles, which came out in 2007 and 2009, respectively, are being bundled onto one Blu-ray disc. The game will support PlayStation Move. There is no word yet on its release date. That I was out say, of Famitsu, by the way. I will say, the Move, great for on-rail shooters. It's like a light gun. Yeah. Yeah. No? No? no. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. We keep talking about Move games. I just re- Colin is, has been playing uh, Deadman's Quest. I need to start playing carnival games. <laughs> See if we even need to review that. Yeah, probably not. You don't think so? Okay. I don't know. We Write it to Beyond at IGN.com. Remember a conversational podcast. If you need a carnival games review, let me know. And I will just give you the... I'll, I'll give you a Twitter review. And then uh, I just reviewed House of the Dead Overkill. And the thing I found is... Clements. Yes. Uh, last move, like, centric games I've used, right, were House of the Dead Overkill and Dead Rising... Ex- or no, I'm sorry... Uh, Dead Space Extraction. I okay. reviewed both those. Got and it. Got it. Like, and both of them, I said in the review, like, oh, these are some of the best reasons to own the PlayStation Move. Both those games got seven fives. It's like it's like, oh, God. and like what iPad I think is has an eight. That's like the fir- the only. And I'm talking like games that are primarily designed for Move. Not you know it's ta- it's in Resistance. It's in SOCOM. It's in Killzone. It's in Infamous. Now I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about games that are designed for the Move. We're still saying, oh man, seven five best reason to own a Move. It's like ah yeah. I mean. I'm not saying the move is a good idea to buy. I'm just saying that, uh, that when I wasn't there. turning say, it on you. I was just making you, an yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. observation. And say say you were to receive a move and a PlayStation Eye for free, Ooh, what'd you say? then you know, then you suddenly have more options for light gun style games. Indeed, yeah. yeah, indeed. And you can also play. What was that strategy game that came out that used it? Oh, what the hell was it? Um, Ruse. Ruse, right? I tried to play that game. Was, yeah, you were really excited for it. You really wanted it when we yeah. got all those move games in. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, number eight is a new God of War game in development. A job listing seems to have outed it. Quote, join the God of War team, the listing reads in part. Whether or not the team that made the God of War games is hard at work on a separate title or are indeed working on God of War 4 is yet unknown. But that listing is there for everyone to see on the internet. The real catch yeah, to that they, one for me was that it says join the God of War team, and then it, the project is colon God of War, right. which is interesting. When it says God of War team, I'm like, well, they could be doing jet ski, scoodoos. They don't care. Yeah, it's. Uh, they, I'm sure they probably are working on God of War 4. It's disappointing, though, because I want them to do something else. The same thing I feel about Gorilla. It's like, what, what else can these guys do? These guys have made nothing but Killzone and, like, Vietnam 67, whatever the fuck that game was called. On PS2. Ryan, yes. you had something to say. Yeah, but you actually took the joke that I wanted oh. to make and, and made it, and you probably made it better than I could have, so I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. sorry. I'm fine. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, I also, I love when, yeah, a studio, I feel, that has a good pedigree. I mean, we, we, say all you want about the God of War games. People still really like them, and they're pretty polished. Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. It would be great to see them have the energy to do something new. Like, they, they just unleashed on a completely new IP, and mm-hmm. they, they can take all their experience, and then they, they, I'm sure, I mean, that would be like us working on, you know, the same review for years and years and years, and finally you're allowed to do something else. I mean, it would probably be pretty refreshing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that there's probably pressure to sell games, so, and I'm sure they're worried about that. But, uh, you know, Santa Monica is, like, a very active studio, too. People forget. I mean, those are the games that they're developing, but they're working on so many games, like, as consultants and stuff like that. Like, oh, half of the Vita catalog is coming out of there, you know? So... You know that that that's just a made up number, of course. Yeah, but it seems like <laughs> it, but it sounds seems, right though. It's, but it seems like everything we play, it's like yeah, Santa Monica is working on this. Or San Diego. You always have a San, Santa Monica that represent. Yeah, whether it be Deb Mars or somebody else. Yeah, indeed, Escape Plan, Escape Plans, Deb Mars. Uh, <laughs> number nine, the official PlayStation Magazine UK has teased a big MGS related announcement do, that will do, appear in do, the next do, issue. Do, what could it be? Bum, bum, bum. Do, do, do. 
What could it be? Uh, well, I think I'm, I'm going to have to already concede. I think we bet a pizza on this, didn't we? I don't know. We bet something we bet, on it. We'll say we bet a pizza. You said it would be rising. No, or no. You, you said it'd be Metal Gear 5. Yeah. Oh, then I won the pizza. Yeah. Well, how do you, how do you know? How do I know? It's very simple. I follow Jeff Keighley on Twitter. And today, what right the hell before... That? That's not the same thing, though. He Right before this article, yeah. or right before this podcast, I put up a news story because uh, Keighley tweeted that uh, Metal Gear Rising and a new Alan Wake game will show up at the VGAs in December. Yeah, but how does that... So they're what, finally making a push for Metal... They're making a push for Rising. Something's happening with Rising. Rising's getting a push. I think... Well, I, all right, so the reason I think that it's not Rising uh-huh. is because Rising is multi-platform. And why would they tease this in PlayStation Magazine and then Metal not, nowhere still else? a PlayStation franchise. People still think of it as a PlayStation I franchise. Think I'm just going to stick by MGS5. Oh, fine. I can't wait to enjoy my pizza. You enjoyed the pizza I bought for you yesterday, too. I did. That's good. But that's, uh, the, that's different. We no, trade pizzas. No, that's that, true. Yeah, that, we this do, is the we, pizza. we do often trade pizzas. Uh, that you is guys true. are adorable. Number Your 10. Pizza trading. So it is adorable pizza trading. Number 10. Sony has promised that there will be no PlayStation Vita shortages when the handheld launches. Yes. Speaking with All Things D, Sony's John Kohler noted that Sony has increased, quote, increased production materially since E3. Continuing that Sony has, quote, learned our lesson to make sure you have enough product, end quote. Most interestingly, however, Kohler no, uh, talked to the blog about not worrying about Vita competing with 3DS or phones and tablets, stating that, quote, this is a larger game experience. We think we are insulated from the competition. Um, pretty bold. Bold. Uh, I did write a very controversial Vita uh, article kind of saying the same thing, um, that Vita is going to do a lot better than people think it is and that it's not really competing with 3DS, and but that it is competing more with tablets and phones. Um, I don't think 3DS is competing with anything but itself right now. Uh, there are different experiences, right? I mean, can we say that or does that piss people off still? No, there are different experiences. You get you know the first party games on 3DS and whatever I mean, that's else. The, yeah, that's the Nintendo thing, right? I mean, like... You want you buy a Nintendo console for you know the big Mario, Zelda, Metroid, whatever, mm. blah blah. And I mean, I don't think I'm buying a Vita for. Well, I'm not buying it to play whatever movie game tie-in either. You know, what I mean, I'm buying it because I want to play Uncharted, Mod Nation Racer, stuff like that. I'm playing but it, but I think there's play. more first-party stuff coming to the Vita than there is for 3DS. Oh no doubt about it. Uh, I'm buying it to play Smart As. No, you aren't. Uh, number 11, PlayStation 3 is the best-selling console in Europe in 2011. Strangely, Nintendo's financials revealed this, not Sony itself. PS3 is closing on 360's worldwide sales with a, less, a year less on the market. Um, well, a year less time on the market. It seems like we've been there forever, though. PlayStation's yeah, always been right there trying to do it. It does. It's, uh, someone linked me on Twitter to, to an article at a blog talking about, I guess, the most recently talked about numbers from the Nintendo financials, about Sony's numbers, and then Xbox's worldwide numbers as of last month. And the parity is only like... Maybe 1.8 or something million now, um, which isn't bad. So Sony's technically, with a year less time, already selling better than the Xbox. So I think it's I think it's inevitable that's going to happen because it sells so much better in Japan. Xbox is totally banned in Japan, and it's banned, abandoned. Oh, uh, you know, and uh, and it sells so much better in Europe. So. I guess time will tell what happens there. Yeah, and it will. finally, number twelve, DC Universe is now free to play. If you care about that. Bam. Uh, number thirteen. Should we just save it for topic of the week and get through everything else first? Wait, I do have one little quick news piece. Please. Uh, the thing that caught my eye yesterday that the PlayStation uh, Beyond crew can tell you about <laughs> is uh, a mini, surprisingly, called Where Is My Heart, and it is uh, a very adorable, like, spatial puzzle game. Uh, that stars a little monster family trying to get home. Mm-hmm. And the music, the art style, the gameplay, it all looked really rad. And it's actually going to be free for PlayStation Plus members next week, uh, several weeks before it launches proper on the PlayStation Network. Where is my heart? Remember, you can play that on your PS3 or your PSP. Yeah, that game does look cool. Uh, it looks really cool. So if you have a PS Plus membership, I'd say download it because it looks awesome. Cool. Um, 
I haven't played it yet, so I can't. Uh... We, we played it. I don't think it was his last GDC, but the GDC before that mm-hmm. we played it, and then, yeah, I was getting. I was looking forward to it. Yeah, and then that is actually going to be a, one of the kind of expensive minis we usually poke fun at uh, at a six ninety nine price tag. Yeah, I don't know why it's just on PSN though. But um, yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they could probably sell that as a proper PSN title. Yeah, but. it was weird. Corpse Party got its release date today, November twenty second, mm-hmm. and. I was I thought I was I thought when I originally heard about that when we were talking about it I thought it was a P- PSN game and they only announced the PSN release date today so I don't even think it's getting a UMD f- and it's a PSP game yeah. and I'm looking at it, I'm like oh this game I'm looks look, great I'm, but I'm why excited wasn't about that yeah. game too I would love trophies in that I would love to play that on yeah that on game TV. that game does look dope yeah definitely got to review that one something to play for Christmas or uh, Thanksgiving um yeah oh the one thing I wanted to say too was uh, Max and the Magic Marker which yeah. I'm, re- I'm reviewing and hopefully they'll go up tomorrow maybe Monday. 21 bronze trophies in that game, as you That's know about. No silvers or golds. It's a, it's a rough one. Silver and gold. Colin, yes. we just talked a lot about PSN stuff, but if I Indeed. wanted to go to the old brick and mortar and say, hey, mom and pop, give me a loaf of bread in that there NBA jam. Uh, if I don't want to do if I didn't want to, what came to stores? What would I know what to buy? You go to the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editor. Mom and pop, selling some bread. Selling some bread. <laughs> They're gonna make the bread this week. Uh, nothing on PlayStation Two. PlayStation Portable gets Fate Extra, which Ryan Clements will be reviewing. Clements yeah. is on it. I'm working on it. Uh, it's a little RPG. That's uh, that had an alarming, an alarmingly paced intro. I'm just gonna throw that out there okay. right now. Alarmingly. What does like that, that mean? Uh, that means, and I loved, I loved this in a way for a for a gamer that's sick of the just get right to the action. Let's you know we don't care about actual pacing. I. It, it took me 45 minutes before I saw an actual battle in that game, and then after that battle, I finally got to the title screen. So sounds like Xenosaga. Sounds like well, Final no, Fantasy 13. Well, not the title screen, but I mean like the the in, like the you know where the credits start rolling, and then it shows like the title of the game. So the intro credits, I should yeah, say. Yeah, right, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that game uh, is very interesting. It, I'll have a lot to say. Did about you play that. as the Fox Girl? Uh, no, I actually because apparently that's she's like the hardest one to use, so I chose the me- the middle, the mage, the mage, okay, um, or the warrior. So there are twelve, I think twelve games on PS3 this week. Uh, NASCAR Unleashed, NASCAR, NCIS, Sonic Generations, which we gave a very good score. Uh, oh shit, I forgot about Sonic. God, I want to play Sonic. Cabela's too. Adventure Camp, <laughs> Air Conflicts, Secret Wars, Family Game Night Four. Uncharted 3, that little chestnut. Goldeneye 007 Reloaded. Hold on, stop right there. Yeah. We gotta call some, we gotta help somebody out here real quick. Hold on, I gotta look at Help my Here we go. Luke writes beyond at IGN.com. Remember, if you wanna be part of Podcast Beyond, we're a conversational podcast. Email us at beyond at IGN.com. Luke says, I've noticed lately that certain reviews, like Goldeneye Reloaded, don't have scores attached. Is this a new thing among IGN, or will it eventually go over to all reviews? Luke, I think you probably either, one, looked at the review too soon after it went up. Maybe, you know, there's sometimes our system doesn't put it in right next to it. Or two, we're on the mobile site, and the mobile site's still working out some kinks. Uh, every review at IGN should have a number. If you ever see, don't see without a number, refresh check back, switch over from mobile to full site, something's wrong there. And if it's still broken, email us yes, at beyond. Email us at beyond. Yeah, I think people are having problems with the mobile site. If it was up to me, no review would have scores. Moving on. <clears throat> Colin's controversial opinions. <laughs> Greg and I always talk about, about how I, I, I don't want scores on video games. Yeah. So people read the text. Yeah. I, I see, like... It, scores it, are helpful. I wish people read it, read it, but I like the scores. I do like yeah. scores being there. I do too. I just don't like the people who only look at the score and then yell at me and d- d- clearly didn't read anything from headline to 
score. Yeah, the thing, I, you know, a game like Naughty Bear, for instance, yeah. it's like obviously that game deserved like a, a poor score or whatever because uh-huh. it didn't run well and stuff. But it's still a cool game, and like so, there's got to be like a, a place for caveat, you yeah. know, and 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 it's a cool and, game, all right, and uh, nuance. <laughs> you do it just to make me mad. It wasn't a cool game. It was a, a cool <laughs> idea. I love that game. It's one of the best games of last year. No, you're not. Now you're just doing (laughs) it to piss me off, and I know you are. One of the best games. It's on the back of the box now. Uh, IGN.com. Lord of the Rings War in the North. We gave that a seven. Motion Sports Adrenaline. I don't think that's going to get a review. Generator Rex. Now, this looks like 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 a children's game, and I'm going to have to look at the trophy roster for that. And finally, Cabela's Survival Shadows of Two Cabela games. Yeah, that's correct. One week. Yep. Don't they understand not to flood the market? Nope. Oh, man. Um, that's that's it. Ryan. Yeah. What did Jeff Rubenstein post in digital form today? Here's what we got. We got Hydrophobia Prophecy, as Colin mentioned. Pinballistic. Yeah, like, I, I played it's like that a little ballistic, bit but with pinball in front of it. It's a pinball game. It's totally cool. I think Creat yeah. made it, right? The the guys that made uh, Crete. Uh, Crete is that what it is? Yeah, that's why I always say. Oh, it. I always thought it was. Uh, what was the other one that we were that I was mispronouncing for a while, and then we realized that I was Insomniac. Oh, she. Oh, she. Yeah. And um, the developers, yeah. But the thing about that pinballistic game is that you, there. I think their studios are working for this new model. It's like that online elemental card game that came out a few weeks ago. That was like a dollar. Mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. to like buy extra content for the game. It's actually that studio had already made that test yourself. Uh, like psychological game or whatever that you had to like buy mm. all the test packs for. Mm. So mm. it's like a ch- you buy in cheap, but you don't have much content. Um, we're not actually going to review it, um, but it's cool. It's a functional game if you want to spend money. It's, it is. It's uh, it's interesting also if this ends up being a trend, uh, how reviews will have to change because that's like kind of the trend in Korea is like it's all micromanagement uh, or sorry, microtransaction based uh, games. Uh, so very interesting. Yeah, we're gonna have to. I mean, if it keeps happening like this, we're gonna have to discuss it. But I don't think yeah. it's fair to review Pinballistic because it's basically just a shell. You know. Yeah, yeah a shell which you load up with more content. Indeed. Yes. Uh, Max and the Magic Marker, as Colin mentioned before. Also, uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe is now digitally available for download, and it is free to play. Uh, then moving on, we have <clears throat> some PS2 classics. I think. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Raiden Three mm-hmm. or Raiden Three. Blood Rain. Great. And Harvest Moon saved the homeland. I, man, I just I have such a soft spot for the Harvest. Yeah, Moon Harvest games. Moon's good, but they got to do better about these PS2 games. Yeah. yeah, they have to get some bigger hits. We're gonna write about that next week, I think. Greg. Also, oh, there's yeah. Yeah. there's uh, just as a little uh, side note. Would you like to put a little note here? Sure, I want to the All side. Right. I don't to the side. Yeah, okay, yeah. Put it off to the side. But there are 31 pieces of Uncharted 3 downloadable content. Hell yeah! Today, and actually, that answers this week. another question. You go ahead and find it. Is that all you're going to say? You're just going to say... That's all, that's all I was going to say. All right, well, hold on one second. I want to look for the kids. All right. Mike writes into Beyond at IGN.com, and Mike says... Beyond! Beyond! My name is Michael. I think he misspelled Michael. And uh, to get right to the point, I was wondering if the skins I bought for Uncharted 2 multiplayer would get transferred to Uncharted 3. Mike, they will not. They will not get uh, transferred whatsoever. The 31 pieces of content that are out currently are, in fact, the legacy skins from last time, or old Elena, blah, blah, blah. If you're the Fortune Hunter Club, though, you can jump right in. You can do it right away. Cool. Moving on. I don't know why that was funny to me. Uh, on the PlayStation Store for PSP, you got Fate Extra, as was mentioned, I am reviewing right now. And uh, then a mini that Rubenstein created with his uh, lovely wife and their little baby. 
You ready? Yeah. Yep. All right. We have Fighting Fantasy, the Warlock of Firetop Mountain. Whew. Jesus That's Christ. That's a hardcore one there's for There's a description. Jeff. Oh, God. Now, the description isn't as good as some of the classics, but okay. I would like to still read it as tradition. Gotcha. Is that all right with you yes, guys? Yes, please do. Fighting, Fantasies, uh, Fighting Fantasy, The Warlock of Firetop Mountain, revisits the iconic first entry in Steve Jackson and Ian Livingston's 16 million selling fighting fantasy saga. That's pretty good. That's a good description. You, with you, an, you, oh, oh, it's still going. Yeah. <laughs> with, with an intuitive inventory system... And a log book <laughs> to aid you in your endeavor. <laughs> this is the perfect way to relive the classic adventure that started it all. Wow. A log book. <laughs> An inventory system and a log book. <laughs> Buy our Those game. are the selling points. <laughs> oh, I'm snotting all over the place. So, yeah. That was good. That. that was good. Yeah. All right. That brings us to Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week. Pick. Pick of the Week. The Week. Uh, pretty easy. Uh, Uncharted 3. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Motorsports Adrenaline. Uh, would you now? Okay. Well, no. Uncharted 3. <laughs> Greg, is there anything in my nose right now? Uh, no, you look good. Yeah, look yeah. Okay. One nostril's bigger than the other. That's weird. Never noticed what? that before. No, I don't think so. No, that's what I just look like. All right. Hey, hey real quick, before we get into Toto Uh I forgot to do this last week, but I want to I want to call out some cool cool things that are on IGN right now that people should read. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, number one, I was I was watching it this morning, finally. Uh, Clements plays Little Big Planet 2. Now, this is a, a, a great oh, video. Oh, another one of those going up today? Yeah, uh, yeah we yeah. have another oh, one. Oh, we should have gone up like right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there'll be two of them then. They're very the funny. Ryan basically just goes on uh, Little Big Planet, plays the newest, like the newest upload, uploaded stage. It's, I think it might be randomized, actually. Oh, is it randomized? It's just a lucky dip. Yeah, he dip, puts it like lucky it. dip and they yeah. give him whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, it, and then he commentates over it. It's very funny. Very funny. The love seat comment, especially, was very funny. <laughs> uh, Greg had an exclusive on Metal Gear Solid collection, um, and he posted all the trophies, so you should go check them out for Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, and Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Here's an interesting one about that, Colin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I wanted, I, I, I posted them. I waited for my embargo to lift because I'm, I'm a good little boy. And uh, somewhere else I was looking to see if anybody else had already – some people break embargoes, so it would be easier for me not have to write them all out by hand. And I found the Xbox 360 list of achievements. However, they gave the Xbox guys 1,000 points in far fewer trophies. Whereas the PlayStation Network has three platinums, three trophy lists spread out between the games. Very interesting. Mm. That mm. was it. That's the end of that story. Mm. What's interesting is that there's like dirt on the bottom of my cup here. Like inside or yeah, on the bottom? Inside, like on the inside? bottom. Inside. Like it's floating. It's like, like sediment? Yeah, but it's like, like little, I, uh, I just... That's really that's fantastic. Mm. Very good. I'm going to fucking Maybe you should wash it out once in a while. So I, I, I do. I, I, I like rinse it out every day. Conversational podcast. Yeah, yeah please do. I had a dream about you guys last night. Of course you did. All right. Yeah, I absolutely did. And we were on like a, we were going to an event. It was like a, you know, out of town event. So we all, we were all at a hotel. Now, by the way, this dream segued into a, a college misadventure sort of movie. Mm-hmm. So that, that's neither here nor there. But in this a dream. back to school. Yeah. <clears throat> sure. Why not? <laughs> so, I'll pack so, school's college actually. Okay, go. So in this dream, uh, I kept forgetting where our hotel was. And you guys would, you know, like, oh, Clements, and you'd give me the address for the hotel, and I would, you know, I would go back to the hotel. And, and then one time I forgot where it was, and I just ended up wandering the city that we were in for, for hours until I finally ra- randomly ran into you, you guys both. And I was like, I'm glad I ran into you guys because I forgot where the hotel was again. Yeah. That was it. Oh, wow. That was just, that was the dream. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> I, I had a dream the other night. Was it about boning? No. Right. It was a weird dream, though. I don't think I, I, I only messaged the people that were in it on Facebook, some old friends of mine from Long mm-hmm. Island. Uh, I was in a band in like high school and college. And 
we got back together. The the band got back together, and we were a Limp Biscuit cover band. Nice. <laughs> but, the, the, but the thing was is that, and we were we we played like alt rock. We didn't play like that kind of stuff at all. But the the crazy thing, we played Gold Cobra, which is like their new song. That song with that funny video, and uh, it was awesome. We were like really good. Oh wow. And then I love I, that. Yeah, then I woke up. I, I always feel really, back to sucking. Yeah. Yep. I always feel really depressed when I have a dream where I'm actually talented at something, and then I wake up and I'm like, well, can't no can't, can't do, do that. On that. I'm not can't good at that. that. Nope. Not no, at I all. still I still uh, uh, stand by the statement that I learned how to rollerblade from a dream that I had that instructed me <laughs> about rollerblading. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I'm, I'm not even. <laughs> That's like amazing. I'm not, I'm not even story. joking. That's an amazing story. Do you remember this? Story? Th- I've never sure, heard this story. I thought I told I've never heard this story, dude. That's an amazing story. I couldn't rollerblade for the longest time and then I, I had a dream where like the spirit guide like uh-huh. showed me how to rollerblade to like the point of where like my the blades were attached to the ground so like no matter where i moved like i couldn't fall over so yeah, yeah, i was yeah. just like experimenting with finding my balance and like like the next day man i just you I woke could up you put them on and you were ready i, just, I was like ready to go were you doing I, like I the started... backwards rollerblading no no, no, no. That's I, was, probably... I wasn't like somersaulting or anything that's probably was... the best story i've ever heard i was that's pretty amazing that's the best dream yeah for <laughs> sure i could go for some instruction learn wake up learn spanish or go yeah. to bed learn spanish it, it was akin uh, the, i compare it to the way neo learned kung fu in the Matrix. oh you just woke up you're like i know rollerblading yeah i know rollerblading Right. Show me. Uh, <laughs> Get on the rollerblades. So there you go. In, in our in our rotating segment here, just the tip. Just uh, we have a just the tip, tip from Carl. Carl writes in. He says beyond. Beyond. Do not play Disgaea Four for trophies. Period. End of message. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carl. Good there tip. We go. yeah, Good that's, tip. That's obvious. I think. Uh, one of our one of our uh, own GameSpy tech employees, Sean, uh, is a Disgaea fucking obsessive dude. Uh huh. That was a terrible way to put it, but I mean, he's basically that's, that's completely, I've talked to him. completely obsessed what did you with Disgaea. Ex- what did you explain it? Uh, what did you describe him as? He's a Disgaea, he's a, fuck, he's, a, he's a fucking Disgaea obsessed dude. Okay. And he, uh, he like ranked within like the top 100 people in terms of like the raw strength of his, the strongest character. That's how the leaderboards rank you is like your, the strength of your character. And he was in, I'm oh, sorry, where did he rank? Uh, I think he was like in the fifties or Holy something crap. in the world or whatever. So okay. it was crazy. I mean, the, the, dude, the dude is... <laughs> so how many plats do you have colin 23 yep and how many of them are in dumb children's games maybe half of them yeah there you go uh a few more stories uh vita game handheld boxes uh yep. so that's all it says on my list here but what that means is that uh mark nix our database engineer a wily fellow yeah mm-hmm. uh was on amazon yesterday found the box art for eight Vita games. Uh, it's not final box art, but it looks like it's probably going to Gives be Gives you a good idea of what they're going to look like. As well as the uh, North American package for the game. Uh, I like the blue. It's like a light, almost sky blue, a little darker hue uh, of the bar. It says PS Vita, PlayStation Network next to it. Yeah. Um, only on PlayStation underneath it. Uh, so that's pr- that's pretty cool. Uh, yesterday, Andrew Hopefully Gold... Hopefully I'll never own one of those boxes. <laughs> yes. Digital everything. I'm Th- really? I'm, I'm, done I'm, with I'm, these, I'm I don't want these dumb cards. We'll see what happens. I'm sure we're going to get them in the mail. You got card pack, Colin you open up your jacket and yeah, you have like yeah. all these Vita cards. All remember those days? Remember, remember Game Boy when you had to carry on like a fucking briefcase? Yeah, totally. Uh, so Andrew Goldfarb, our new news editor, um, posted a story about Sony's patent on biometric controllers, uh, which hopefully will never come out. Uh, Great dude that Andrew Goldfarb. He is I like Andrew. Right. Oh, all right. No, I'm kidding. I love Uh I posted a Kingdoms of Amalur exclusive preview a couple of days ago. That game looks really, really cool. I spent a couple of hours with it uh, deeper into the game than I think people have played so far. Uh, that game looks totally rad. 
and I think it'll be a lot of fun when we finally get our hands on the final build. And leading into our toe-toe-toe topic of the week, uh, we have Grand Theft Auto V coverage up the yin-yang. And Tons of it. And now it's finally time to talk about it. Topic of the week. Toe-toe-toe. Grand Theft Auto V. Finally revealed. GTA. Very excited. Clements. Yeah. Tell me what you thought of it. Me and Colin have talked exhaustively about Grand Theft Auto V. I'm the most apathetic person on the planet about it. No, you're not. No, I'm not actually. Uh, though I will say that I have never, uh, I've never beaten a Grand Theft Auto Jeez. game before. Louise, that's crazy I, talk. I was very much not in the belief that Grand Theft Auto Four was a ten. Much in contrast to our own Colin Moriarty here. But uh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed while I was playing it. And uh, after watching that trailer, I'm very, I'm like super interested. I, I mean, I really, I really want to see how it goes. Though there was some speculation, which I'm sure we will get to in a moment, that you will play multiple characters in this game. I believe that was one of the theories. That, yeah, that's a speculation. Now, I, I don't like that idea because in a game where you're sort of like supposed to be a singular character and you're like sort of going through this massive thing, I, I generally don't like then when you suddenly swap. Like it's either it's all or nothing. You're either the one character through the whole game. Or you have like a party and like an RPG, and so uh-huh. you're playing all of them together. But I don't like the whole like you're playing as one character, and then as you get really cool and you have all these weapons, oh now you're this new guy. What about Metal yeah. Gear Solid Two? Mm, well, that was, but that, those were like defined moments, right? Like those were you didn't switch back and forth. That was like two games almost. Yeah, I mean, and that that was also almost the the snake portion of MGS was uh, MGS Two is more of a prelude, I feel, to like the proper game. Uh, so. Okay. okay. That. I got to agree with Clements on this one. I would prefer one person. Yeah. I would rather yeah. if we just went. I, I think I, I like the idea. I mean, having marinated on it a little bit more, I mean, we ha- we got up, you know, the ass crack at dawn yesterday. Mm-hmm. What was it? We're in here kind of speculating about everything. Watched the trailer live, did all those things, you know, speculated yeah, about it. Yeah, if you it. haven't looked at our coverage yet, especially just video stuff, uh, Colin and I did a live stream for the trailer reveal. There's 30 minutes of us talking about GTA in general, answering your questions from Twitter, and then there's 30 minutes of us watching the trailer, breaking it down over and over, going back, talking to people bringing in comments, bringing in commenters, and then there's a Rewind Theater unto itself, kind of pooling together most of the, the hard-hitting stuff. Indeed. Um, you know, and kind of having marinated on it and, and thought about it more and stuff like that, and, and we, know, we know very little. The trailer shows about a minute of footage. Uh, I still think it was a lot more than I was expecting from, I agree. A, from a Rockstar trailer. I thought, it, I mean, everyone was saying that. I thought it was going to show us quite a bit just because it's like they teased it, and it would be totally lame to tease something that they don't tell you anything. Uh, but we don't know. Butler commercial. Yeah. Well, we don't know the release date. We don't know. You know, even the platforms. I assume Next it'll be month. PS3 and 360. That'd be, be awesome. Uh, no, that, yeah, would it be like December 10th? <laughs> be like, oh shit. Um, but oh uh, fuck. Oh, oh fuck. Um, so to be fucking reincarnated. <laughs> so so, uh, so I'm excited about the prospect of playing as Tommy Versetti again. I'm not super. We'll talk about it. We're we're talking about it as if everybody's seen it. So it's this trailer. Yeah. Bring it's you know obviously. I hope you've seen it by now. Whatever. Real quick recap. It seems to be set in the present time of a way. Uh, there's themes in there. The haves and the haves not, as Colin kept saying. Uh, you know, people struggling with money, the foreclosure, housing market, stuff like that. And there's an old man talking. There's not an old old man, but he's an older man who we think might be Tommy. Versetti. Some people are saying that he's Tommy Versetti would be too old. Of course, Tommy is the Vice City protagonist. Some are saying maybe it could be Claude. There's a whole bunch of things out there. We don't know exactly, but basically, this guy's been pulled back into a life of crime. Yeah. It's just, I mean, th- what suggests to me that it's someone we know is because of the way he talks to you in the trailer. You yeah. Know? It be- is very familiar. Yeah, because it's like, I, I, was this guy and now I was this other guy and now I'm going to be that guy again you know and it's like why would I care about any of that if you're just going to thrust me into the story like why is that the crux of the issue why is that what you want to show me and tell me first yeah like the first thing I see out of the game is 
I, I think that guy definitely looks like Tommy Versetti. Uh-huh. He would probably be, have to be about 60 years old. So, so that would that would be awesome. I'd, lo- I'd love it if you had like a elder protagonist in a game. Yeah, yeah. it'll be totally sweet. And the idea of maybe playing is, you know, we, you know, we saw a guy, maybe he's CJ from San Andreas. Um, you know, some, some people are speculating that maybe Luis from Ballad of Gay Tony is in it, um, you know, et cetera, and so on. I like the idea of everyone coming together. Uh, I like the idea of multiple playable characters uh, in a Metal Gear Solid like way where once one story is finished, that's it. And then, like, you're moving on to the next, and then maybe at the end they, like, come, come together and yeah. make choices yeah. or whatever. They're uh, all concurrent until the very end. It's a yeah. shame this is the last Grand Theft Auto game ever made. <laughs> I know, it is. Uh, but that's just such a cool idea because people, you know, yeah, all right, so Claude wasn't, like, we didn't even know his name in Grand Theft Auto 3. We found out about it later, and, uh, you know, m- people didn't really associate with him. He didn't even talk. You know, yeah. but, like, you know, people like Tommy Rossetti and CJ, so it would be, it would be cool to bring them back, and it would be even cool to see Nico and Roman again or, I guess, uh, you know, uh, or just Nico himself. Um, so I like the idea of playing those characters. At the same time, I like the idea of playing as someone new too. But I don't know. Something tells well, me that that's Tommy Versetti. Let's, let's look at this from a design standpoint. Uh, obviously, Rockstar wants to capitalize on pe- on new players as much as possible, just like any studio that wants to maximize their profit. So they would. I feel like having a like a giant group of character old characters coming together, and the and the story is broken up between all these these playable characters, and you're flying all around. That would be super disorienting to someone that hasn't isn't intimately familiar with all the Grand Theft Auto games. You know, if you were suddenly playing as like Nico, or you were playing as CJ from a game that's like you know three generations back or whatever. I mean, like to me, that would just completely throw off a new player, which is why I think even even just having one old character kind of makes sense. If he's given the right introduction, mm-hmm. but as someone like me who has very little experience with GTA, it's still I still kind of want to play it, especially after seeing how good that looked. I mean, to me, man, that that game looked markably better than uh, yeah, the, tra- the trailer. There was so much detail yeah, on what they were showing than you. than Grand Theft Auto Four when when Four originally came out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. mm-hmm. yeah. It's just to me, it's like I mean, people think I'm being facetious or giving GTA Four too much credit, but. It, you know, Vice City is still my favorite Grand Theft Auto game, but four really was a ten to me, and it's like it's hard for me to imagine. Like, like we always talk about tens aren't perfect games, and like obviously the gunplay and the on foot stuff like could have definitely been improved in GTA Four and stuff. But just everything in that game, it's very similar to Uncharted to me in the sense that it like pays attention really to characters and and the little things like voice acting and, and presentation and pacing and stuff. All that's really immaculate in that game, and it's it's if they can do that again, man, that's like another ten, you know, because it's like Jesus, like. Like, how good can this game be? How can you mess up GTA 4, you know? If, yeah. if anything, they're going to make it better, you know? So it's like, I don't know. It's it's, it's a pretty exciting prospect to have, like, a game yeah. coming down the pipe that you know is like, wow, this game's going to be really impressive. It's like, you know, a Skyrim or an Uncharted or something where you're like, you just know that you know this that game's going to You know that studio's gonna, proven, yeah. and you yeah. Know, yeah. now you're excited to the, see what they're going to do. I mean, I think that the best developers in the industry are able to learn and improve on their own work. And so, and just as we see with Naughty Dog, just as we see with the people at Blizzard, I mean, they, they've just gotten better over time. Uh, you know, with with technical know-how and with just experience with, like, what works, what doesn't. Yeah. So I can only imagine that Grand Theft Auto V will be the best Grand Theft Auto of all time. That's my prediction. Yeah, and if, I mean, that's, that's, right that's, review, that's it's a scary okay. it's a scary prospect. I mean, in a way, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like Jesus. Like, Rockstar North is just so good, you know? Talent, and, they're talented. Student. And, like, it, like, the Rockstar family, you know, makes, you know, good games and then bad games. I really love Manhunt, for instance. I think Red Dead Redemption is, like, a really, really good game. Red Dead is awesome, um, and uh manhunt one by the way not two um so like they you know but it's cool for them to go back to to this 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 series finally after giving us those dlc packs which were really good on their own right but i never finished gay tony but i really like lost in the dam yeah lost in the dam was cool i think gay tony's better in a sense um but man i really i want i mean i want to i want like an 80s vice city kind of like sequel but um <laughs> what, what if always... they just repackage them as hd collections 
What if I'm they sure they're. You... I'm sure they're going to. That'd be nice if they did. I I can't imagine that they're not going to do that. You know. What was the line in the trailer that we would always laugh at? Like you own the city, gay Tony. Is that what that line was? And it was like the do 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 do. Yeah, that, that, that was one. All right, good. That, I'm just thinking about that it. character was awesome. That I was just, a, I just laughed. Just thinking about it. But yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of a given. You assume that this game when we talked about it. You know, my first instinct was that maybe this game's ready. You know, then we were talking about Max Payne coming out in the, in the early spring. So maybe this game will be ready in the fall. And if that's the case, and they have time maybe in the summer to release, you know, three Vice City and San Andreas with trophies, mm-hmm. you know, on a Blu-ray. I, I, I don't I can't imagine that they're not going to do that. That's like that would sell millions of copies by itself. And all they have to do is like repurpose it and send some people to put trophies in it and like, you know, clean everything up a little bit, I guess. So, yeah, it shouldn't be too hard if they're already doing the iPad version, the iPad, mm-hmm. you know, iOS version mm-hmm. of Grand Theft Auto 3. That's right there. It's, but we always say that, and it never happens. I would play them. I'll tell you right now, I'd play them all three of those games. Really? Yeah. Really? I, I love those games, and I would love a reason. I haven't played any of the the PS2 ones since college. I don't think I played three since high school. Yeah. You know, so it's like I would love a, an excuse to go back and, and even play when I was those. just capturing for the Grand Theft Auto 10th stuff, and I was playing three again. I was like, oh man, this is fun. Like I, I was having fun again. But I don't. It's one of those things. I don't know if I could go back and play them again because it's one of those. That was always my when we talk about trophies and how obsessed we are now. I always wonder what it would be like if we would have had this when we were growing up. You know what I mean? And like Metal Gear Solid 2, I played the wheels off, got every dog tag, took ghost photos, had everything. You know what I mean? And then. HD collection came in for review and I started doing all the dog tag stuff now and I look at that list I'm like I'm never gonna end up doing all this you know what I mean like I'm trying you have to, you have, well you have to be Metal Gear Solid 2 without raising an alarm yeah I know that's not I mean the, the, that's hard figure, I know but you figure it's not I- impossible they did that same stuff in 4 it wasn't for trophies it was for butterflies mm-hmm. and whatever you know but like you know your insignias and your call signs but butterflies you could be, yeah you'd, or at the, you, yeah, depending yeah. on how you beat the game you'd, end up, you'd earn a code name like butterflies or oh, something okay. like that got it alright got it so we're all excited for GTA 5 yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Anything definitely. else? I mean, we, it's one of these. It's one of the horses we've beaten to death pretty yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, but just go read all of our stuff yesterday. Yeah. Watch the rewind. Theater, Ray Liotta the isn't the voice in the trailer. Yeah. That was our, one of our big thing we it's debated. A, during a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, we we don't know anything, so I mean, we hopefully we'll learn more soon. Yep. That's it. All right. Reader mail. Reader mail. Mail call. I remember you want to be part of the show uh, beyond at IGN.com we take your questions all the time Uh, a lot of uncharted 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 three (laughs) questions in this one at the end we'll tell you how to win the collector's edition and the Ryan headphones Uh, and the Ryan headphones don't worry about it obviously we're not going to spoil any there's no spoilers here if you do want uncharted three spoiled however uh, we are planning an uncharted three spoiler cast which where we get in a room we do a one off episode that isn't the weekly episode and we just talk about everything that happens in the game so that you know if you want if you want a question there we're trying to get Naughty Dog in here to do it. Send us questions about it. Put it in your thing, you know, beyond at IGN.com, and then subject line Uncharted 3 spoiler cast. Ask whatever questions you want. We'll get them in the air. We'll get it all packaged. Hopefully, sometimes next week we'll get it out, but mm. it's getting, uh, it's crowded out there. We'll see, what's, we'll see what we're up against. First question, not about Uncharted at all. It is a, it's someone who only wrote in as disappointed, taking Greg Miller to task. Beyond! Beyond. I'd just like to remind Greg... That when he bashes the new Zelda and claims he has no interest in it because of waggling, he further shows his ignorance. You people have to understand that waggling is not what Zelda Skyward Sword requires. It's nothing like Twilight Princess. It's sad to see gaming journalists with such dangerous preconceived notions. It's for reasons like this, and people like you, that Zelda Skyward Sword has no chance for Game of the Year. Even... If it literally is the greatest game this year, dot, 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 because most of you voters would never know. Shameful. Sincerely disappointed. (laughs) 
very traumatic reading. Thank you. That. I like that. that I got a, disappointed. Get your panties out of your crotch. All right. Like, <laughs> I am. I, Fair advice. I love Zelda. Zelda is one of those franchises I totally dig. I like Zelda more than I like Mario. I am very excited to play a Skyward Sword. Uh, Rich has already told me I have a copy coming. I am very excited about this. I will play it. I am very turned off by waggling. And I don't mean waggling as in the Twilight Princess mean. I mean waggling of any kind. If it was coming to PlayStation and it was a PlayStation Move title, I'd be telling you, oh, man, I'm excited to play Zelda, but I do not want to use the Move. You know what I mean? Like, it's just personally I don't want to IR sensor anything on the wall. I just want to use joysticks. I want to use dual analog controls. People are going to play Zelda. It is Zelda. Don't worry about it. It's going to have every chance for Game of the Year as every other game has against Skyrim, which will probably destroy everything. That's yeah, that's just real talk, I guess. You know? It's total real talk. I, I don't like... I mean, I know we talk about this once in a while, Con, that we ham it up in the podcast and stuff. No one is sitting here saying they will never play Zelda because it requires waggle. I'm, well, I'm sure somebody said that. I'm somewhere. saying You're that. saying no, that? Yeah. Saying. I'm definitely not saying that. I am definitely going to play it. The whole time I'm playing it, I will be wishing I was probably... Well, I don't even know. That, see, there, that would be a preconceived notion, which I do have about the game. I do think the game looks bad. It, it, I wish it was in HD. I, I see people playing it, and I look. I, I stopped and watched Jose over at One Up play for a while. I'm like, man. Yeah, I, can't, I mean the game GameCube, huh? We're still with the GameCube. <sighs> well, yeah, I made a I made a little joke when I was with Greg. I'm like, man, I, I mean, it, it it definitely doesn't look good, but uh, that doesn't really matter. So. Exactly. And no, because gameplay's king, and we don't care. And it was interesting to see Sam, who's a huge Zelda fan and a Nintendo voice chat correspondent. He tweeted the other day about how bad it looks, like how bad like Zelda looks, just graphically going from you know coming from Uncharted, coming from anything current. To right. go to play that. It's like, yeah, it's disappointing. I mean, that game was in development for a long time. But yeah, people have to understand, you know, we all have Nintendo sensibilities, even if they're not the same Nintendo that they used to be. And, you know... We all I, grew up with Nintendo. Yeah, right? I mean, Twilight Princess was the first Zelda game that I that I didn't beat, you know, because I hated waggling in it. Um, but, you know, I'm a huge Zelda fan. My, you can read my Zelda, Zelda 2, and Link to the Past huge FAQs on GameFAQs, if you don't believe me. Um, so don't go to GameFAQs. Don't go to GameFAQs. Game just out of curiosity, do you ever give out your original like GameFAQs username for like guides and FAQs? No, people can find it. It's not hard. Yeah, right. Is um, it 311 dude? 311, 311 dude, bro. Dude, bro. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I, I, I mean, it's just like that's not the Nintendo that we grew up with. I'm not really interested in most of that shit anymore but there is always going to be an allure of a zelda game and i want to see more of how it plays and stuff like that the game certainly doesn't look riveting to me and i'm concerned about how long it's been in development i think that's an an ample and 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 logical concern um when a game takes that long to release we're talking about we're talking about two zelda games that basically flank the wii the wii's release you know and this game was supposed to be ready a long time ago and it wasn't so there's reason to be concerned about that. With that said, you know, it could be great. It can't be much worse than Twilight Princess was. So Twilight Princess wasn't that bad. As somebody as a big Zelda fan, my problem with w- w- playing it was this is f- the same game. I'm so sick of playing the same fucking Zelda game. Do something different. That's why Majora Mask was awesome. Yeah, Majora's Mask Here, is the best Zelda. Ocar- I think Ocarina is better. Mm. But here's, you know, we you establish this character and this awesome, blah, 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 awesome story, and then you do something that's totally different. I like taking, that's that's the whole, my whole problem with, or my whole thing with Uncharted, right? Is that Uncharted 2 was like, oh, it's the same fucking game again. And then Uncharted 3 is like, well, let's go this way. Let's do something different. Let's take the characters and relationships you know and take them into an interesting thing. Not hit the fucking reboot button every time we make a game. Yeah, I mean, that's the disappointing thing about Zelda is, is, is that it really, it is what it is and the only Zelda game that really deviated from that formula was you know Zelda 2 you know so um which we many need a, we need a reboot man Zelda 2 HD 
Dude, I love that. I love that game. I mean, I like when you're like, you start the game. Zelda's like body's like right like laying right in front of you. She's like passed out or whatever. You have to like go around this world and it's like got RPG. Like you run into enemies on the overworld map and then it's a side-scrolling game and then you're back like and then you find dungeons and shit. That game's fucking dope, you know. But like Majora's Mask is my favorite game because it felt so different. Like like Greg was saying, the, the feeling of of imminent demise in that game was like unparalleled. You know, the yeah. moon is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and, and and you have three days to do everything. If you're like in a dungeon and it's about you have to leave and start again and stuff, yeah, like yeah. I love I that. I love that. That was like so that cool. was so cool. Like you had to really like I remember getting I don't fa- like time limits. I, I they freaked me out. I love it. Like when you were getting when you were collecting fairies, or whatever in the dungeons, like you really could only do that, and then you had to leave, and then you had to like do it all again. You yeah. know, because like you had no time to like dick around in that game, and that's what that's what, that's what I loved. You know, Ocarina yeah. of Time is a great game too, but. But man, Majora's Mask is like the pinnacle of that series for me. I like, and I like Link to the Past. Time. Link to the Past is also a fine game. All right. What do you got? Well, I was just going to say it's funny that that reminds me of a. I, this is a very minor Deus Ex spoiler because uh, uh, Human Revolution. He's got no way. arms! No, because <laughs> <laughs> no, it happens like right in the beginning of the game, so it's not a huge spoiler. But I love taking my time and it was very evidenced by. At the beginning of the game, like you, you know, after the intro sequence, your boss is sort of like comes over the intercom and he's like, "We need you at the helipad ASAP. There's an emergency," and then there's no timer, there's no visible thing on the screen. So I'm like, "Yeah, fuck that, man. I want to look around and check these vending machines out. I got ducts <laughs> to look through. I got people to talk to. I do all this, and I find, and then like he keeps his like, you know, you need to hurry. Oh, the situation just got worse. Everything's <laughs> terrible. And I'm like, yeah, fine. They're just trying to make me go along. And then as it turns out, I did in taking my time. I like killed like twenty yeah, people. Yeah, right. They're all so man, blood all over the walls. I was, I felt really bad about Sorry, that. Sorry, man. I was looking for a Milky Way bar. I was <laughs> machine. Sorry, I went in the women's bathroom for a while. I really yep. wanted the patch of that game, by the way, with new control scheme, so I can actually play it. That'd be nice. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Let's get to some uh, Uncharted 3 questions. Adam writes into beyond.ign.com, says, Beyond! Beyond! I couldn't help but notice that the IGN Uncharted 3 video walkthrough was up before the game was even released. Are you allowed to do this for most games or only Uncharted? Me don't know how it work. <laughs> Adam, uh, it's different for every game. Most games put up embargoes and have certain restrictions on when you can capture what you can post, so on and so forth. You saw it with uh, Batman Arkham City. We were only allowed to post, in total, 10 minutes of footage before Batman's release date. So that's why on that Tuesday it came out. We put up all these videos. We put up the walkthrough. We did a live stream. We did all that. The catch with Uncharted was that Sony had to approve our footage beforehand for the video review and all that stuff. They don't see the content. They don't hear the voice work. They just get a cut-together package, basically, of you know things happening on the screen. They can't hear what's happening. And then they say, okay, that's good, or this is a spoiler. Take this out, or this is going to ruin somebody's experience. Take that out. And then what happened is uh, Sam Claiborne had already captured all the guide stuff. He had already done all the treasure locations. He had this guide completely ready to go. But the embargo was the day of release, so, you know, 11-1-11. And what happened is that there was that theater event where people got the game early on. So those kids got the game, and once they started posting things to YouTube, it was kind of like the Wild West. It's a a nuclear arms race at that point, because once that content's up, there's search engine optimization and all that crap to worry about. So we saw that happening, talked to Sony, and Sam pushed all his stuff. So it's a coordinated effort. PR, you know, Sony or whatever company it is, understands our restrictions, we understand their restrictions, but at some point something's got to give and that's just what happened uh hopefully you didn't watch it beforehand a lot of kids on twitter you're ruining the game i can't stop watching stop watching it why would you ruin a game stop it you yeah, idiots yeah that i don't that i don't understand it's there to help you when you're stuck or like right now i'm doing my crushing playthrough got my ipad open every treasure location going through clicking them off it's great that's what I, that's how, how is I'm that playing. how are you how far along are you in the crushing playthrough uh, chapter 11 just got to chapter 11 last night i was using a little I reverse mean, psychology it, on this right? yeah con kept walking in and he's making cookies in the kitchen he's like Ooh. Uh, me? Oh, you shouldn't even do this. I'm not. I'm not gonna do this. You shouldn't platinum this one. I'm not gonna platinum this one. <laughs> 
I'm I, I just am amazed. Face. Like, how is it really brutal? I mean, no. I mean, like, granted, I'm not to some of the bigger set pieces, some of the bigger fights and stuff. But like, uh, me and Colin were talking. Like, you know, spo- uh, I wasn't gonna spoil anything. This doesn't spoil anything. But if yeah. you want to jump ahead 30 seconds, because I'm talking about a fight in like the early chapters. When you come out of that well at the chateau, which you know from multiplayer, if you've been playing multiplayer, me and Colin were like that. That was our first point, even on other playthroughs, where we're like, oh, this is kind of this is kind of tough, yada yada yada. And I came up and I got killed a couple times, but then I. Basically, I mean, when you're playing on Crushing, you play the game like just to win, just to live, right? So I climbed up and hold myself in. And these guys just kept coming over the wall in one section. I was just able to sit there and shoot them to death and then eventually move out to the few guys who were trying to snipe me. And it cool. seemed like that was the main thing. I'm still, you know, worrisome or worried about things at the end. Like some of the end battles are like really tough. So it's going to be totally yeah, There, there are parts. like two particular battles, I think. It, no, three in that game that I thought were ex- even difficult, super difficult on normal. Yeah. So. Uh, here's one from Jesse Sessler. Jesse, love you, brother. Uh, Jesse writes in and says, Beyond! Beyond! Hey, Colin, Greg, and Ryan. I just got Uncharted 3 the other day, which is awesome, BTW, and noticed an anomaly on the game case. On the side, the spine of the game case, there's ah, yes. a little back, black square that usually says one. It actually says all this time. Firstly, I have no idea what this thing is on any game case, but do you have any insight as to what all means? Thanks again, Jesse. Region exactly. It, what it, basically, you know, it, usually if you look at your games, you have the little half globe there, and it says one, and it's telling you that this game is made for region one, which would be us. Like this is, or, I'm sorry, us, North America. And then the thing, of course, is that games for PS3 aren't region locked. I could send you the US version. You could play it wherever you want to, uh, so on and so forth. I think what they're doing with Uncharted is to, I, I mean, I would say to save money or time or whatever, they're just putting all on there so that they can just send that one version of the game out to everyone. I'm assuming that if you bought, if um, yeah, this is what it means to me, is that if you bought Uncharted 3 in North America and you went back to England and you put in the PSN passcode, it would still work there. Whereas if you transfer that over, you know, the other way around, it necessarily wouldn't because that code would, you know, be if you bought whatever game that has an online pass but has a one on the spine, it wouldn't work. Yet. Got it. So there you yeah, go. that's just that's like a little like legal label kind of thing. Like this, this is designed to work in the U.S. systems. Colin, yes, Brian has a question, and okay. I think you might be the man to tackle it. Okay. Sites like Major Nelson provide lists of Xbox Live activity for particular weeks, detailing the most popular games being played for that week. I'm intrigued by these statistics, but alas, I have not been able to find any such lists for PSN. Do any of these lists exist? And if not, why are there none to be found? Thanks, guys. Love the podcast. I, too, am intrigued by those statistics. Um, and so we've tried a couple of different things to kind of give some, you know, a counterbalance to that for PlayStation gamers. Um, back last year and maybe early this year, I was going on PlayStation Network and looking at the top 20 sold games for all, like for PS3, PSP, and PS1 classics. Um, and kind of trying to make my own original research based on those numbers that were updated so irregularly that we couldn't do it anymore because it was, like, super unscientific at that point. Um then last month, uh, PlayStation Blog posted the top 20 games, I think, sold on PlayStation Network, and we did run a story based on that, and we'll try to get more original statistics based on those as long as they keep those regular as well. Um, but there's, like, nothing like Major Nelson that, that, that tracks those numbers, and that's disappointing. Um, you can find on other websites, um, like blogs and other gaming websites, um, and I honestly don't know off the top of my head which ones do it, or I would tell you, um, because it's cool. Um, some some uh, web like some websites go on like you know ten or twenty PSN games that have leaderboards, and they'll go like every month or every two weeks or whatever, and go to the last person on the leaderboard, and then extrapolate how many people have bought that game or played it and been online mm-hmm. with it. They do that with Stardust and Dead Nation and whatever other games have like huge leaderboards, and then you can kind of figure out how many people um, have played them. And that's also distressingly how you know that a lot of people haven't played a game like a really good game like. 
Alien Zombie Megadeth, for instance. Yeah. Uh, when I bought it a week after it came out, there was like a few thousand people on the leaderboard. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to do something like this for it's you just, guys. There's no it's, shortcut. There's yeah. no easy workaround to it. And we're so busy with the reviews and everything else that some things have to fall by the wayside in this one of those projects. Indeed. So Also, Greg, I'm amazed. We've been recording for over an hour. I know. I, know. I, didn't, even, I, I didn't even feel I, that I, time I felt go it by. getting long. It's been a good show. We're having yeah, a good show. No, I'm having a really good time. All right. Well, all right. I got it down to, I think, the last <laughs> three questions here. All right. You ready? <laughs> I'm so ready. Uh, Josh writes in, Beyond. 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 Uh, hey guys, been listening to this since the start, and I love the show. I wanted to know what your opinion was on playing through the Metal Gear Solid HD collection. Uh, would you play through the games in their quote unquote natural order, MGS3, Peace Walker, MGS2, or play through them in the way they came out with MGS2, blah, 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 and so on? Uh, thanks for the show. I wanted to point out that I just said blah, blah, blah. I got a tweet before that I apparently say blah, blah, blah in every podcast, and I was trying not to do it, but I said it there like four times. I'm sorry. That's right. Fails you. I don't mind. Uh, I went through a similar thing, Josh, when I, I'm reviewing the Metal Gear Solid Collection. That'll be up next week. And uh, I booted it up, and I decided like how to do it. I went with the order of release, because you figure every game, the next game, they tweak something. They figure something out as far as controls. So I didn't want to get spoiled, because I think Peace Walker controls excellent, even on the PSP, let alone now that I have a, another stick for camera control. So I didn't really feel like getting so used to the Peace Walker scheme and then going all the way back to 2. and Because like, in two, you can, in 3, for two as well, you can't crouch walk. You know what I mean? Like You hit down and you crouch, and then if you try to move, you, you go prone. It's like, damn it. I want to crouch walk. I want to be underneath this and be moving. So that's what I did. Got so it. I would suggest doing that. That's my advice for you, Josh. Anybody, anybody want to argue that advice? No. Colin, Chris Prado writes in. Yes. What's up, Beyond Crew? I'm going to get right to the point here. Okay. I could give two shits about Skyrim. <laughs> Am I crazy? Yes. I don't understand why everyone is going nuts about this game. Please explain to me why I should care about it. Love no, the show. Hold on. He's Just not like crazy. Friends was for me in the 90s, you guys are the highlight of my Thursdays. Oh, that is that huge. Is that's a huge endorsement, Chris. Um, Friends no, but I, not Seinfeld. And I don't think that I don't think that that's crazy at all because everybody has their tastes. I mean, mm. for a, for a long time I was I mean, Let's just let's just put it like this. Greg, lay, it, lay it down on the line. I'm going to lay it down on the line. Greg and Colin aren't excited for Diablo three. Is that a fair sta- a statement? Yeah, I don't have a PC. Right. Yeah, if it, it was, if it comes to console, it's rumored, then I will play it. All right, but uh, you're not excited about it. No, because I my PC can barely run Microsoft Word. All right. This to me, that's like that's the madness of the hour. Is because I I actually like stay awake reading like the Diablo three wiki. I'm just so excited about it because that's like the only way I can get more Diablo. Gotcha. And I am building a PC just for Diablo, basically. Cool. And StarCraft also. Uh, so I think that it's just people's preferences. Yeah, yeah but I mean, my thing is like I've been you know saying. I'm I'm not a fantasy guy. Everybody knows that. But wow, Skyrim hasn't been super on my radar stuff. But now that it's almost here, I am excited to play it. Like especially to hear people talk about it and see how much you can do with it and see how good it looks. I'm ready to actually sit down and try it and hopefully get over my fantasy hump or just hump the fantasy out of the hump. I say hump the fantasy. You say hump the fantasy. All right. Um, also, so I don't think Diablo is coming to consoles. Diablo. But. We'll see. Uh, so here it's called Ruin, and it'll be on Vita. So here, <laughs> so, is, Ruin's awesome too. Yeah, it is. So here's the thing, bro. Here we go. Real um, talk. Skyrim is an experience. It looks like, right? I mean, yeah. when you know Charles and I went to Utah and we saw the game for the first time, it was when it was revealed and stuff like that. We were floored, you know. And if you're a fan of Oblivion, that's cool. Then you're obviously going to want to play Skyrim. But if you're a fan even of Fallout Three and New Vegas, like I am, you know, I'm a Fallout fan. See, and I was too. Then there's no reason not to play Skyrim because, yeah, we haven't reviewed it. We're in, it's in the office. We can't really talk about it. You know, I've seen I've seen it now, and you know, being played, and Charles is playing it and working through it. The game is so deep and dense that it, it's going to take you like a hundred hours to see and do everything at least. 
you know? Yeah. Now, how exciting is that? To you know see I mean? and do everything, it would be way more than 100 hours. Yeah, okay, so more than that, yeah. you know? Like, I, I don't want to be too specific, because Charles has told me how much time he spent with the game and how far he's gotten, and it's... I'll just, I'll just tell you that it's, like, it's insane. You well, know? I'm estimating, as a person that has not even played Skyrim at all, that I can guarantee you it will take way more than 100 hours. That The prospect of that, to me, is exciting, not only as a person who likes RPG and likes fantasy settings, because I like both of those things, but because... You know, for gamers out there that, you know, money, you know, it's, the economy's bad, money's precious, whatever. This is an experience. You can buy this game on the 11th and not be done with it until after Christmas, and you can play it every day. You know what I mean? Like, that's exciting, and it's not because it's multiplayer. It's because there's so much story and adventure and characters to find and all these locations to find. Start Like, I, I love Fallout 3 in New Vegas because you just – I especially love New Vegas because you start right on the map as opposed to being, like, in the vault in Fallout 3. Right. And, and it's just like – do Go whatever nuts. the fuck you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nuts. Like, there's a thing over here that you can do, but you can just cross the entire map if you want to. It's like, well, that's awesome in the desolate nuclear wasteland of, of Fallout, but it's even more exciting in the mountainous terrains of Skyrim, you know, with 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 beautiful trees and snow-capped mountains and all these creatures running around and these people in towns. I can't wait. Like, people are not going to see me when that game comes out. I don't think you guys understand, you know? Colin said I'm, yesterday he's going to have the pizza guy hop the, our back fence and just come up to his screen door. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I have, like, a sliding door in my, in my room or whatever. And, <laughs> and you know, like, I'm going to come to work and do my work and, and focus on all that. But, man, when I get home, you know, from 7 to midnight every day, you know, right. weekends, 12, 14 hours, I'm telling you, like, that game is going to be insane. And I will, I will play well, that's that how, game. that's how I'm going to be with Diablo. I mean, it's crazy. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. There's all there. There are games that we obsess over. I want to. I like. I, this is something I've been fighting. You know, because uh, the trophy hoarder war for the first time in forever is competitive again. You know what I mean? Like we're actually looking at actually trading lead once in a while or whatever. Uh, I want to get trophies to make it competitive, but I really just want to sit there and play Uncharted multiplayer, which gets me nothing, which is sad. I mean, it, 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 there's a counterbalance to that, which is that you know I'm going to get the platinum in in, in Skyrim, but that's going to take me yeah, yeah, a yeah. month. No, I know that you're, you're going to be out of the game for a long time. Yeah, yeah I know. and I'm not going to play anything. If I can so put, if I can suck it up and do the penguin game, I'll be. Pull ahead, no problem. Doctor Doom's Megadeth no. Doctor Blowhole returns again. again. <laughs> uh, Micah writes in for our final question. It's not even a question. Yeah, okay. I just thought you. Micah says he, at beyondedigen.com. Mm-hmm. I just thought that so many people spend you questions uh, with too little appreciation of you individually. Colin, I cannot reconcile how you look and how you sound. <laughs> I don't know you, what that means. You have very, very intellectual things to say. Once again, you give incredibly accurate reviews. Also, I love how randomly stories come up about how freaking dedicated you are. I still cannot believe you wrote the entire Fallout 3 guide by yourself. 700,000 words. You are truly a god among men. <laughs> Thank you. Greg, you're funny, loud, intelligent, and most surprisingly tall. Whenever I see a review written by you, I read it because it's funny and intelligent. We both like third-person action. Uncharted is awesome. Ryan, honestly, you're hilarious. And you, and you said you have, quote, ambiguous sexuality, end quote. This hilarious, fact has, this hilarious fact coupled with your happy, happy voice and awesome appearance makes you awesome. Mm, thank you very much. Micah signs off. Hope this made you happy. I could have written longer, longer pieces about each of you, but I figured you would not want to read it all. Bye. Thank you. That's nice. Thank you, Micah. That's very touching. Is it a compliment that I don't look how I sound? I don't or? know. I guess. I think. I think it's because you look kind of like a like an East Coast badass, but there you, you have the mm. intelligence of the you know academic of the Harvard elite of the Harvard elite. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, wait. Before we before I sign off with the tri- uh, with the song. Yeah, I know. Can I read these? Oh, well, sure. Is it read reader up. mail? Well, no, though it is kind of reader mail. It's the contest uh, people. I figured I would. For, remember what for the contest are you going right, to We, we got to do the Uncharted contest. I know, the but can contest. I do the, right, the worst contest first? 
Because this is, remember, for the uh, Final Fantasy posters, this is the Porum and Palum fan fiction. You're going to read them all? No. Oh, I'm not okay. even going to read any of them oh, okay. because they're all too long. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to announce the winners, and then okay. I wanted those winners to send uh, their... Um, well, yeah, mailing addresses. Yeah, mailing sorry addresses. this is taking so long. By yeah, the way. I know. This is terrible. Anyway, we didn't get very many entries because Shocking. writing Porum and Palum fan fiction is probably... Not popular? Kind of, Probably a difficult task. Uh, so to Keith, who wrote The Truth About Final Fantasy IV, which I'm going to read a quick excerpt from. To Alec, who wrote, uh, it, he starts his message with, it turned out to be close to 500 words. It's hard to write about anything with such a short restriction. Hope this is okay. And it's about them practicing spells behind uh, in the Mysidian Hall of Prayer. Very and cool. Samuel, who wrote Mysidia Duodecum. <laughs> um, uh, you, all won. you all won so the, it, the three of you Keith, Alec, and Samuel uh, send in your um, mailing addresses your full names and mailing addresses to beyond at IGN.com with the subject mailing address for Final Fantasy giveaway and uh, just a quick Colin you'll, you'll really love the, uh, the truth about Final Fantasy 4 okay. that Keith wrote um it's about, you know, Purim and Palam, and they're trying to, you know, go on this quest and something. And uh, one of them, I think, uh, oh, yeah, Purim mysteriously turns into crystal. Um, and in order to save uh, his sister, Palam has to uh, travel across the world and join a pink-haired girl, a whiny white-haired kid, a woman with an Australian accent, and the only black man on the planet with a bird <laughs> in his afro. Um, and then he says that after being guided down a linear and uneventful path through mountains and caves for days, they meet up with a crazy old man in a dress with a pet owl, but this is no ordinary owl. It was a magical owl that transforms into a high-speed airship. So it's basically just the plot uh, to Final Fantasy XIII. Indeed. And then uh, it says at the end that luckily the script was uh, thrown away be realizing the damage it would cause to the franchise and Cecil's story was created instead. <laughs> Little did we know that a shadowy figure dug through the trash to, uh, to retrieve the script and uh, destroy the fate of Final Fantasy 19 years later. Well done. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, That's just Keith's opinion. Th- very, very well done, Keith. <laughs> uh, also, just real quick, because I keep forgetting, uh, maybe a month or so ago we had the contest to, to recommend me new post-apocalyptic or nuclear war yeah, yeah. books. Uh, we got an asinine amount of emails, and I, I, pre- I appreciate that. Um, I haven't forgotten about you guys. The winner will get a Persona 2 uh, PSP code. I still have that code. I'm going to go through everything this weekend. Uh, I will announce the winner on Beyond next 214 next Thursday. And uh, I will also, because people always tweet me and ask me, and I think people are interested uh, on this podcast, uh, what good books are to read in that genre, because there seems to be a lot of people that like dark-ass books like I do. I will just read the entire list of, of uh, suggestions that I got uh, so people can uh, can uh, enjoy those with me. So I'm sorry about that. I haven't forgotten about you guys. We also haven't re- forgotten uh, Resistance 3 spoiler cast giveaways. Mm. Well, we remember we wanted to give that one time to breathe so people could actually get through and play it. Spoiler casts are meant to be put aside until you've actually beaten the game, so it wouldn't be fair to do it. I say we hold out honestly until end of January. So if okay. you got it for Christmas or you got it for any, whatever holiday you support, there it would be. Okay. So we'll do that. And play Resistance oh. 3 for God's sake. Exactly. Uh, so then for if you are listening to this in hopes of winning the Uncharted 3 Collector's Edition, we're going to do something similar to the Resistance 3 spoiler cast. I just want you to send in whatever you want of you reenacting your favorite Uncharted scene. Could be a YouTube link, could be a drawing, could be an audio file, could be, I don't know what... I, Please don't hurt yourselves. Don't hurt yourselves, don't be stupid. But yeah, if you want to jump to things and grab your friend's arms, that'll be funny. And what uh, what do they win? Uh, they win the Uncharted 3. It, well, the entries we pulled together, we'll pick out our favorites, and they will win either just the headphones by themselves right. from for iFrogs. iFrogs, Vertex headphones. 
Or they will win the, the Uncharted 3 Collector's Edition, which comes with the Drake statue, the art book, the belt buckle, all the jazz, the, uh, the, the ring and necklace. Stuff we don't even have. And Greg, and, where and, do they send these entries to? Beyond at IGN.com, subject line, Uncharted 3 CE Contest. All right. There you well go. done. Also, go go download the Podcast Beyond uh, home T-shirt. You get to go to the PlayStation Network store. R T T T H five N four four T two two. Ryan, yes, take me home. Just as in last week, how we were playing some Beyond Fend music. So again this week. Now with uh, the friend of uh, Versus Essential, Access Immortal. This is Access Immortal. That's his stage name, obviously. His parents he, did not they name didn't, it they Access didn't, Immortal. The, the Immortal um, Clan didn't. <laughs> so Access Immortal's album, Birth of a Dream, I'm going to play a track off of. Again, did not have time to listen to this before the show, so I don't know which track I'm going to play, but it is off Birth of the Dream album. Once again, depending on what I can find, this may or may not include explicit, uh, explicit content and or uh, vulgar language. Word. But... Enjoy it. This is Access Immortals' uh, song off of Birth of a Dream. Beyond. Beyond. Yeah. Uh, this is Versus Central. You know what I'm saying? Access Immortal. Ruxman. They try to buy me up, but I got an arsenal in the back of the truck. Shit that you wouldn't be able to duck. And I've been a threat. None of what I have you can base on luck. I'm in a game where it hurts to trust. And if they ain't getting paid, then you never get in play. Couple grand, get you record spins. 40 times a day on the boulevard they be vegetating sniffing gay the drama that got you cocked to spray a locked away i'll never be the person i was ain't trying to live that life and what i did gave me power to write game tight my initiative is real it's an honor to fight you worth this nigga should retire to mic i ain't really with the politics the badass taste i've been co-signed by lyricists you couldn't relate and i never had no album or the gear never went that way but the fans gave me love all day from the school of hard knocks i'm hard-headed and god Said it, I'ma be the legend that you can't replace Jealous niggas walk up on me, give me dab in my face Never singing my people that would probably lay them the waste Got felons who selling drugs and homies who's really cuz You better recognize you gon' give me some of the cake On while and out, swinging rapidly, looking for something to break Watching runners from the side of the race Me and my team, the only thing that I care about And worry about nobody, drop a couple of air mouth Heart that you claim you got, I got them and tear it out For real, man, niggas better watch their mouth Now I'm compromised and what I really want And it's making me loose Knowing my pen Wanna write that joke I never understand Why people look around And they wanna be me When I was younger Used to wish I was you But I grew up And couldn't tell you Why I was sweat kids Cause looking back Couldn't verify What they rep is Career wise If you trying to stop But you can't live I wouldn't hesitate To be outside of your crib I done did it in the past I could turn back time Back to being in the juvenile Back to losing my mind Back to the dude I was experimenting With drugs Back to the dude Only worry about the money Money and shine, access words to the friend and I put on a dope beat. I'm watching, you never catch me laying asleep. Haters ain't worth my time, the effort is cheap. I be keeping it close knit. What the fuck is the beat? Yo, this yo, is crazy, yo, son. You know what to expect on this. You know what I mean? This album's gonna be crazy right here. You know what I'm saying? Access portals, rough slips, Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.